2: Is anybody running the executive branch of the government? Who is running the executive branch? Well, sadly, the person who's running the executive branch
3: is a deranged, unhinged, dangerous president of the United States. And only a number of days until uh, we can be protected from him. Uh, But he has done something so serious uh, that there should be prosecution against him.
2: Well... Uh, I gather that the 25th Amendment is off the table. That isn't. Nothing is off the table.
4: Nancy Pelosi on 60 Minutes last night, and we've got more of that for you. I don't think Trump is deranged or unhinged. I think he has the most flawed judgment of any president we've ever had. But I don't think he's deranged or unhinged in the classic, like, you know, doesn't Mentally know who he is. He. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah, yeah. Well, terrible, um, terrible, selfish judgment, but uh,
5: impeachment is a political act. It is a political judgment. If you want to go ahead, Nancy, it's not going to go anywhere. I don't think
4: so. I want to hear more from Nancy Pelosi on 60 Minutes, but she did do something. Well, maybe that comes up in this conversation. I don't know what clips we have, so I'll, I'll save that. But here's a little more.
2: And the FBI is investigating whether any of the agitators, some seen in ballistic vests with zip ties, intended to kidnap or kill legislators or or their staffers. They were coming to find you, maybe to hurt you, I don't know. The evidence is now that
3: that it was a well-planned, organized group with leadership and guidance and direction, and the direction was to go get people. They were vocally saying, where's the speaker? We know she has staff, they're here someplace, we're going to find them.
4: I'm amazed that we didn't end up with more violence out of that thing.
3: Right. Yeah.
4: I think a lot of the people that were there were like uh the acquaintance of our family that was sending us videos from there just like right. you know, we support Trump. She believes the election was stolen, he won in a landslide, all that sort of stuff, but she this person is not would never be violent against somebody. but there were people there with violence on their minds, no doubt about well, it. Well,
5: absolutely. I think the vast majority, well, the vast vast majority of people at the speech and the rally were just there to rally and wouldn't perpetrate violence any more than the many, many uh, Trump rallies that have been perfectly peaceful. There was a hardcore that was there to commit violence, which, uh, which is the sort of thing that uh, the Alphabet Networks and the Wapo and the New York Times would point out over and over and over again. If a Black Lives Matter protest turned violent, no, 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 no. This was a most, fee- mostly peaceful protest, and 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 uh, radicals were violent, but most of the people, okay, right. Yeah, that's
4: true. And if the radicals had killed Mike Pence or Nancy Pelosi, it wouldn't make any difference that the rest of them were peaceful.
5: Right. Exactly. It's two different situations. They happen to be in the same place at the same time, but I, st- I, st- you know, and 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 so what's really frustrating is now the left is using that hardcore of violent people whose activities their their actions cannot be excused in any way by anyone. All right, um, they're using that to impugn anybody who's a Trump fan or a Republican or whatever. Go on Twitter with the, we've got to cleanse the country of these people. we got to make sure they never work again, you know, all that stuff.
4: Okay, I want to I play this one. Uh, play clip 44, because this is an interesting discussion.
3: Uh, I have sought uh, information from those who are in a position to know that there are protections against this dangerous president initiating any military ho- hostilities or... Uh, something worse than that. So
4: Friday, I don't know if you saw this living your uh, your normal life. Nancy Pelosi actually put out the statement she made to the chairman of the Joint Chiefs about the chain of command for the nuclear codes and all that sort of stuff. She was concerned because she believes Trump is deranged and all this sort of stuff that he's got the ability to launch a nuclear weapon, and she made it public. Yeah. That she's concerned about the chain of command and everything like that, which is just awful. That was either that was either stupid or like as cynical a political move as I can imagine, and
5: borderline treasonous. It, 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 announcing to the world, look, it's not clear who's in charge here. I don't know. I'm making oh. phone calls to see if there is any coherent leadership of our military. That is what she said. Oh my in god! Effect. Yeah,
4: yeah. That, that's why I re- I really feel like we've we've. We've lost the ability to remember the world. We're so domestic-focused, we've forgotten the rest of the world. This would have not happened. Republicans, Democrats, anybody in charge back during the Cold War. Because number one all the time was making sure the Soviets knew... We've got chain of command. There's somebody in charge who could press the button right now if they wanted to. Right. Nancy announcing on Friday, we don't know if he's got, I'm taking this power away. I want to make sure he doesn't have the power. And who has the power? We don't know. We couldn't react if we had to. Oh, that's, it might be treasonous. That was awful. Neither party, and and some
5: days, the president are capable of putting the good of the people first. Even if. Certainly neither party.
4: Even if she believes that's true, and I'm not sure she does, but even if she believes that's true, you yeah, don't announce it to the world. Oh, my God, that's horrible.
5: Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, the emails continue to come in saying, uh, what the F has happened to you guys? Why are you bashing Trump, quote, unquote? You know, I'll explain this for the umpteenth time, and and you don't have to listen to it, obviously. It's a question of choice. I was watching uh, the Bears and Saints. I grew up a Bears fan yesterday, so I was watching that game, and, uh... And the Bears secondary was getting picked apart by Drew Brees, partly because they were racked by injuries, partly because Brewries, uh, Drew Brees, rather.
6: <laughs> brew drees. <laughs> well, I, I
5: speaking of brew, I've been drinking heavily this morning myself. Um uh, <laughs> Drew Brees is he's a genius. He's a Hall of Famer and it's great. Now, I don't think the Bears played well. I think they made mistakes. Does that does saying that make me a bad Bears fan? Some of you, and I get it because these times are so fevered, you are twenty four seven locked in a battle of supremacy or survival against the other side. And that's the sort of the sort of mood, the sort of atmosphere that, that we'd like to see calm down. We're all Americans. God bless America, the American people. The the country is not the government, it's the people. And if the people of the United States realize, okay, we have some differences, but we're all Americans, then there's no government screw-up that can really hurt us, because we'll just boot their ass out of office. It's only when we succumb to, to mindless, fevered tribalism. That this country is at risk. And if Abe Lincoln were sitting here, number one, I'd be terrified because he's been dead for 150 years. But number two, he'd say that's absolutely right. He has several eloquent quotes about there's no great power that can sweep across the Atlantic and get us. The only way we die is by suicide.
4: I've got to address this since we get so much of the, uh, of that sort of thing. I'm just, I'm just interested on the specific point. ...of the way he treated Mike Pence in the midst of that riot. How do you defend that? How do you defend that? I would like to hear that from anybody. Please text four one five two nine five kftc They were chanting, hang Mike Pence... ...as they headed to the Capitol, broke down the doors, were attacking people... ...and he, while that was happening, said Mike Pence... ...in effect, said Mike Pence could steal the election... ...could get the election back... It's been stolen and he gave it back, but he's a traitor to his country. How do you defend that? Well, you can't.
5: Well, try four one five two nine five KFTC. That is an indefensible act. It, it absolutely amazing. There's an old saying, um, and it seems kind of quaint these days, that saying my country right or wrong is like saying my mother drunk or sober. Um and I just that's not that's just not our approach to politics. And again, if you don't like it, I respect that. You know, go go in peace. God bless you. I wish you nothing but health and happiness.
4: Um, I wanted to get these in. The, these are on a different topic. Uh, Nancy Pelosi on 60 Minutes last night. First, uh, how, oh, yeah. she, how she deals with AOC. That's clip 47, Sean. Um, this always comes up in any conversation, and I'll bet Nancy Pelosi hates it.
2: Why haven't you brought young people into the leadership? Because we have. You perhaps don't know. Why does AOC complain that you have not been grooming younger people for leadership? I don't know. You'll have to ask her. <laughs> because we are. That was kind of sharp, kind
3: of dismissing her. Boop. I'm not dismissing her. I respect her. I think she's very effective, as are other, many other members in our caucus that the press doesn't pay attention to. But they are there, and they are building support for what comes next.
5: I, uh, I've spent some time <laughs> around angry women in my life. and <laughs> you gotta
2: so She
4: nothing. was one. You've got to play that again up to the curt uh, the, 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 the response.
2: Why haven't you brought young people into the leadership? Because we have. You perhaps don't know. Why does AOC complain that you have not been grooming younger people for leadership? I don't know. You'll have to ask her.
5: That's great.
4: (laughs) She does not hide that well.
5: Oh, no. She
4: does not hide that well. No,
5: I'd love to have a blood pressure cuff on her when she hears AOC.
4: (laughs) What? Well, she knows, she knew that was where it was going as soon as she brought up young people. Yeah. And that's why she was so curt with Leslie Stahl. Ah, Here we go. You perhaps don't know that. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. That's awesome. And Leslie Stahl, to her credit, on 60 Minutes pushing Nancy on the, uh, the stalling the COVID relief package. Forty-five?
2: You, yourself, are not known as a person who compromises.
3: No, I am. I compromise. We want to get the job done. I'm, I'm mischaracterized by the Republicans that way, but that's a tactic that they use. No, We about know the... we want results for the American people. What about the COVID relief
2: package Yeah, that was held up for eight months? No. But that was their obstruction. Understand this. Well, wait. Yeah. Was their
3: obstruction? Yours, too. their obstruction?
2: No, yours, yeah. too. Takes no, it wasn't obstruction. You, you held out for eight months. No,
3: no, we held it up because there was no no respect for our heroes, our, our state and local health care workers police and fire, our first responders, our sanitation, transportation, food workers, our teachers, our teachers, our teachers, they would not go down that path. And so
5: you just held out and gave the American people nothing because you couldn't get everything you wanted. So now that you have admitted the premise of my question, would you like to respond to it? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Eight months of holdout to win the election, and it worked. Yeah.
4: I uh, appreciate Leslie Stahl going there.
5: I- I'm shocked. Yeah, credit where it's due. Thank you, Leslie.
4: I don't know. You'd have to ask her.
5: <laughs> that is awesome. Because I am. Maybe you don't know that. I love yeah. all young people. <laughs> I love young people. Their blood, I drain it. I drink it. It strengthens
0: me.
4: I am immortal. She sees an AOC, what she once was—young, attractive, Ooh. had all the attention. Yeah, she's eighty. Yeah. She's speaker of the house, but she realizes she's on the, you know, the south side of everything.
5: Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's in the final days. One of these days, she's going to have to hop on her broom and ride out of the Capitol. (laughs) She knows it. Or a house falls on her. You don't know what's going (laughs) to end. She can see the end coming.
2: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
4: Get some text on uh, defending the president, how you defend the president's uh, tweet about Mike Pence in the midst of that. We could read those to you and hit some of the poll numbers that are out. There's been some polling done on people's attitudes toward impeachment and the whole thing that are kind of interesting. And where did Trump finish just 10 days ago in Gallup's polling of the most admired man in America? Mm. All pretty interesting stuff. Um, Oh, and I just came across this. This is something cute, because it's nice to have something cute when there's all this uh, mayhem in the world.
5: Speaking of mayhem, Illinois surging ahead in the race to be the first bankrupt American state.
4: Boy, that'll be a story.
5: First one gets a federal bailout. Second one, the American people wake up and say, wait a minute. They've been been run into the ground. Why am I paying for that?
4: In the races between Illinois and California? I think so, yeah. Biden's rescue dog, Major. Biden's got a dog. Really cool-looking dog. Is going to receive an inauguration ceremony, according to Fox (laughs) Fox News. It's a good-looking dog. Looks like it's a German Shepherd crossed with a Border Collie or something like that. Hmm. Anyway, uh, met Joe's dog over the weekend. Um, we were at Joe's house because uh, Joe's kids are grown up and gone. My kids are still young, and Joe had a ping-pong table he didn't need anymore. Oh, it's
6: been in the garage roughly forever. That's awesome. So, I would have given everything for a ping-pong oh, table as a kid. Me not now, too. Not oh, oh, I live in an apartment. I don't have right. a place for yeah, it. But yeah, no, as a too.
4: child, oh, yeah, my yeah. God. And a real one. Oh,
5: yeah, Great hey, memories of playing in the basement with my dad and my brothers and sisters, and we had like a fake one. Yeah, It did good enough. And a brother to play
6: with, too. I mean, oh,
4: oh come yeah. on. Oh, yeah. So uh, so we went to Joe's house to get the ping-pong table, and my kids got to meet uh, Joe's dog, which uh, my youngest son, Henry, is really, really into dogs, so that was very, very cool.
5: Yeah, that's sweet the way they bonded. That was great.
4: But we mentioned we're going to Ikea, and Joe brought up the idea oh, <laughs> of oh. <laughs> hiding in Ikea. Oh, the people who, like,
5: hide before the business closes and then come out at night and live yes. there?
4: My kids are now obsessed with that idea.
5: <laughs> oh, old Uncle Joe putting wacky ideas in the boys' oh, heads. They
4: couldn't stop talking about the idea of where they would hide and what they would do.
5: Yes. What they would eat and the exactly. games they would play.
4: Exactly. Yes. They almost had me convinced. Let's all do it. Let's try it. A you father, could. A father and two sons hide in Ikea. Do yeah. young
6: girls have that same I want to sneak around impulse thing? I a, don't
4: think I'll so. i bet it's a warrior thing. I'll bet. I don't know.
6: Huh. I, I love hiding and sneaking around and like trying to surprise my mom oh, and yeah. stuff. And like, yeah. Oh, man.
5: Oh, the idea of like hunkering down until after, after a store is closed and then just having it as my domain. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> Sounds great.
4: I think the hiding in the Ikea and staying there would be easy. What do you do in the morning, though, when they open back up? You just breakfast. wait
5: till you hear. Uh, you you wait till you hear people about shoppers about. Then you emerge out of the cabinet and say, "Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know. I think it may be a little too small for that room." And then you
4: walk away. I need all the Swedish meatballs, every one of them. Uh, oh yeah. So we ended up not going to the IKEA, which is uh, is interesting to me. So we went to the the little complex where it is, and it's got all kinds of stuff there. I mean, there's a Walmart, and there's a Five Guys Burgers, and there's, you know, all the stuff that you find at these kind of, like, little areas. Mm -hmm. And it was so packed, you'd have thought it was the Saturday before Christmas. Did they have the Disney-style line outside? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I, I don't know how long it would have taken. uh, No exaggeration, 100 people. Oh, yeah.
5: Oh, that's I've seen it worse at that Ikea. Yeah,
4: Is that a COVID thing, or is it just always that way?
5: Yeah, they uh, they will only let a certain number of people in the building, and 10 come out, uh, 10 get to go in. But
4: just the number of people everywhere. I mean, you couldn't park. You couldn't go anywhere. You couldn't drive around. We finally just went home.
5: Well, that's because everybody's hunkered down, staying home. Wait.
4: (sighs) Is it a, this is open, and I just can't stay home anymore. Let's go do something? Yeah, I think
5: so. Sure, you can't go to a ball game. Let's go to the Ikea. Man, it was crazy. Then hide. Then emerge and declare myself the king. The king of Ikea. (laughs) I am king Ikea. (laughs) Where are my meatballs? (laughs) Give me meatballs.
4: Fantastic.
1: Uh, The latest polling. Stay tuned.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
0: beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com.
1: I think it depends. I, I know the Democrats are going to introduce uh, articles of impeachment on, on Monday. If it's just related to Wednesday, that's one thing. If it's the type of impeachment that just becomes a list of complaints of why they don't like Donald Trump, that's something else. Um, but I think it's different now than the impeachment was last year. Last year, the impeachment was a witch hunt. It was a political thing. They were looking for an excuse to impeach the president forever. Now it's different, and I think it will be looked at very differently by members of both the House and the Senate.
4: That's Mick Mulvaney, who was the chief of staff for President Trump and supported him at all kinds of inflection points, who resigned last week and said, "This time it was too much." He said, "I just want to make it clear that as a guy who started the Tea Party, as a guy who supported Trump all the way, um, you know, I'm not part of the establishment. I'm not part of the deep state, and I, I and I just thought I got to send the message that he crossed the line." Thought that was interesting. Um, so the news is across that House Democrats have introduced an article of impeachment charging President Trump with inciting violence against the government of the United States. That's going to be the charge. Um, uh, That's breaking news, breaking news. (coughs) Yeah, I just came across. A historic percentage of Americans want Trump removed from an off from office, even if you average out a whole bunch of polls that have come out over the last week. The potential removal of President Trump from office starts out more popular than any other removal process in recent American history. Um, The number is 56% in the ABC poll, for instance, say Trump should be removed from office. If you'll remember, a majority didn't want him impeached and removed from office the first go-round of impeachment. Mm -hmm. When Bill Clinton... Bill Clinton and Richard Nixon went into their impeachments with 40% of America wanting them impeached. and uh, Even Nixon, how interesting, I'd forgotten that. And it wasn't much higher for Trump last time, but this time it's in the mid-50s to start with. Now whether that goes up or down from there, I do not know. Um, It is pretty interesting that, well, we won't get hung up on that. Uh, But when you break it down by party, that's where it gets super noteworthy. Support among Republicans stood at 13%. Hmm. An average of all the polls since Wednesday puts it at about 15% of Republicans are in favor of impeaching and or removing Trump during the um, the last however many days he's got left, and left, left in office.
5: Well, if you're not in favor of removing, don't be in favor of impeach.
4: We talked about this a little bit earlier, so it's already uh, today the 11th. Uh, Trump's leaving on the 20th. You got nine days. The first part, the House part, they think they can do super duper fast.
5: The Senate. Unlike the COVID relief package. Most. Never know, forget.
4: Most people that I respect seem to think the Senate can't get it done before the 20th. So it would have to be the beginning of the Biden term would be eaten up with impeachment. It would be the only story in America every day. I don't see how that's good for Joe Biden. I don't see how it's good for the country. No, it's not good
5: for the Senate either or the House. It's just and and it'll it'll raise the temperature, as I keep saying.
4: With Trump already out of office, we're talking right. about. You're, they'd be right. debating whether or not he should be what would barred be? from holding office in the future. That's not nailed down whether that that's legally possible. Right. If you do the trial after he's out of office. So then, what would you be? What would you be doing? You're officially impeached. You were found guilty. That's what it is. You would be removed from office. You're still in office, but you're not. But it's just for the for all world history. You were found guilty. Will that make it seriously now? Will that impact anything? Will that do any good for America? Depends on your point of view. Uh, if if indeed it can
5: be done, making it constitutionally impossible for trump to ever hold office again would end that conversation
4: that if if that is a that argument you can make Mm -hmm. but if legally that doesn't hold water
5: well then you're you're completely wasting
4: your time well i think the argument because i've listened to a lot of people that i like on different sides of this um say you got to send the message that this isn't okay i think that message is being sent i think i think I think the reaction of pundits and politicians and the electorate and the polling and everything is making it pretty clear that that is not that is frowned upon. Yeah, absolutely true. You think there's going to be any message from some, you know, politician of the future that, oh, you can get away with that? I I don't see how you would read it that way.
5: No, I understand the argument. There's got to be a repercussion. Um, I would argue there has been. Uh, historically and in terms of the near future, too, but i don't I don't know. I just I find the whole politics of our time so poisonous and diseased that it's hard to look at a particular aspect of it and say how it ought to be. I think we have systemic problems.
4: I'll bet you a hundred bucks that Biden would rather not impeach Trump. No, nah, I wouldn't take that action because you're right. He wants to start with Trump gone and start fresh. my agenda.
5: Pass all sorts of glorious uh, laws and implement them, and 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 with the stroke of a pen, because executive orders are now the the you know the way. Um, he'll undo a lot of what Trump did. He wants to focus on that and get good press for that. This is the way. This
4: is the way. Um, so I threw out the, how do you defend Trump's tweet about Mike Pence calling him a traitor in the midst of the insurrection? We got this text, and I suppose this speaks for people who do feel this way. My parents defend Trump calling Mike Pence a coward because they actually believe the election was stolen and Pence could have stopped it. They responded, they say that he's a coward for not going through with his constitutional ability to straighten, you know, to right a wrong.
5: Right. To send the certification of the votes back to the states. So you got to recertify them you got to look into all these allegations and then recertify them. And that means when Donald J. is still the president till you get done with that. The only problem with that is that it is absolutely not an option he had. No way. You cannot find a coherent, sober, constitutional scholar, judge who says, yes, that's correct. I know you saw on the Internet that it's possible. I saw a lot of stuff on the Internet in the last 24 hours.
4: Who is the most admired man in America? According to Gallup, they've been asking this question every year for many, many years. They started throwing women into it a while back. Michelle Obama is the most admired woman in America. Really? Who dethroned Barack Obama, who had won three years in a row, I think? Um, Tied with Dwight Eisenhower for the most years in a row. Mm. So who, this poll goes back some. Who dethroned Barack Obama as the most admired man in America? This was announced 10 days ago by Gallup. Alex Baldwin. Let's Donald see J. Trump. Woo! The most admired man in America dethroned Barack Obama 10 days ago. Wow.
6: That's
5: some damn crazy timing right there. Isn't
6: that
4: interesting? Yeah. Yeah. And he, I'm, fr- I'm surprised I hadn't heard that out of him. It seems like the sort of thing he would have tweeted 50 times mm-hmm. well he's uh, off twitter yeah, i'm not sure if you
6: followed the news or not but no
4: back when he won ah, it gotcha. he, it was announced <laughs> like 10 days ago i don't know worried there must have been a lot going on in the news or something like that actually uh the the um the incumbent president is usually uh toward the top or at the top for whatever reason I think that's kind of sick that the most admired man in America is the president on a regular basis. But Gallup doesn't give any prompts. It's not like a list of people to choose from. It's just, which man living anywhere in the world do they admire most? And Donald Trump was the winner.
5: Hmm. Hmm. Okay. I'm looking at the list of platforms that have banned or restricted uh, Donald J. Facebook and Twitter you've heard about. Google. Snapchat. Instagram. Some of these start to get a little confusing. Pinterest. So if like he wants to list his hair care products or, you know. know. Knits a coaster. (laughs) Or pictures of his golf courses or something. No, no, no. He's booted off Shopify. So if he decides to, I don't know. That hurt. Make and sell presidential coasters. he, He can't do that. He's off Spotify in case he puts out a dance remix of his speeches. <laughs> wants to get into podcasting for some reason. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit of a head-scratcher. And he's uh, been booted off TikTok in case he wants to make a funny video
6: in which his dog is talking to him. Tons of mileage out of the TikTok ban Trump before Trump banned TikTok. Oh.
4: Mm. Man. Yeah. Um, speaking of golfing, as you mentioned, PGA has stripped Trump golf courses of 2022 championships. That might be one of the more wounding things that has happened to Trump in the last week is that his golf courses won't have uh big PGA, PGA events mm. there. Cause I know he really, really enjoyed that
5: too controversial. I guess Do they have uh, give some sort of reasoning.
4: I'm sure there's a statement here somewhere, but I expect it to be what you'd expect it to be um we find ourselves in a political situation not of our making we're fiduciaries for our members for the game for our mission and for our brand and how do we best protect that our feeling that was given the tragic events of wednesday we can no longer hold our golf tournament at bedminster so there you go
5: it's a dang shame yeah there was a uh, fake reversing in world of golf over the weekend. I guess uh, Justin Thomas, who's one of the great uh, players in in the nation, he ought to thank Donald J for grabbing the headlines. Because if it was a quiet news day, he might be struggling to salvage his career. But he missed a putt and and muttered to himself uh, an f bomb, except not. Uh, well, he called himself a friend of Armstrong and Getty, mm. um, and for missing a, a the putt.
4: homophobic slur, if you will.
5: Exactly. Well, that's precisely the way it was. Sad, and and he said. He didn't even realize he'd said it until, you know, somebody played the tape because they have these incredibly sensitive mics. So you can hear like the putter contact the ball. Um, and, and they picked that up. And so now they're trying, they are trying to whip up fake outrage over this guy whispering that word at himself. It's, wow, it's not going very far. That's an
4: interesting one.
5: Oh, yeah. All the Puritans and the, uh, yeah, the witch hunters, all the, just the vicious who just want to hurt and just want to tear down. That's how they get their jollies. They're trying to get this guy, but they won't. He's a nice fella. He doesn't hate anybody. Please. Of course, that has nothing to do with it. No, they, I, I think bloodlust has nothing to do with
4: who deserves it. I think what you originally said is correct. If it hadn't been, you know, Wednesday and Trump and impeachment and all sort of this stuff, if it had been a slow news weekend, he's freaking done.
5: Oh, well, he's in trouble anyway. Yeah, who, they they could suspend him or something, but he's well, not an employee wild. of the tours.
4: You mutter something to yourself, right? That's wild. Hmm. Huh. Got to think that one through. Mercedes Benz now has a 56 inch screen in its car. One what? of the cars that, among other things, we can talk about. How are you going to see the road? Doesn't matter. Look at this movie. <laughs> Plus, <laughs> Illinois noses ahead in the race toward bankruptcy
5: oh, boy. and utterly indefensible, idiotic public policy as well.
4: Our text line four one five two nine five KFTC.
2: Armstrong and Getty Show.
4: Did Donald J. Trump incite violence against the government of the United States of America? That's the question that is going to be for America because they have written up the articles of impeachment and that is the charge. Inciting violence against the government of the United States. I'm sure lawyers will dig more into that and we'll have a lot more information after, uh, after they do. Yeah. Yeah. And we can
5: discuss it. I'd say given the specifics of what was said, it's a judgment call. It's not clear. A <clears throat> uh, quick note here. The former Capitol police chief, you remember this guy? He was canned the next day or, or he was asked to resign and he did. He said he requested that the National Guard be placed on standby in the days before the deadly riot at the Capitol. But both House and Senate security officials said, no, don't do that. This is why, and I wondered why, the House and Senate sergeants-at-arms were uh, were dismissed. As far as I knew, they they only walked in the chamber and bellowed, The President of the United States! Once a year. They're actually security officials.
4: Gotta admit, I did not know they had any <laughs> actual job. He uh, told the Washington Post
5: he had been concerned that the protest plan for January 6th would be larger than expected, and he asked House and Senate security officials for permission to request that the National Guard be placed on standby. Sun said House, that's the guy's name, Stephen Sund, said House and Senate sergeants at arms told him they were not comfortable with the optics of declaring an emergency days before the protest and suggested Sun should informally ask guard officials to be on alert. Both have since resigned. Sun said he pleaded for help five more times as the riot unfolded. Crowded several thousand, quickly overran the Capitol Police, a uh, contingent of 1,400 officers. He said, if we could have had the National Guard, we could have held them at bay longer until more officers from our partner agencies could arrive. Um, so that is why all sorts of people are getting fired over this. Quick note from the great state of Illinois, where I grew up. Uh, the utterly unforgivable, fat, idiot governor, J.B. Pritzker, <laughs> said one of his Fat top- idiot? <clears throat> no, it's documented. <laughs> <laughs> that's not an opinion. That's it's documented. <laughs> he says one of his top priorities for the lame duck legislative session will be to increase taxes on Illinois small businesses. The oh, state my. is so poorly run; it is so a ticking fiscal time bomb of unfunded pension liabilities, deficit spending, crooks in the capital, Chicago mobsters running the state's uh, finances that they're in the in the Deepest, darkest moments of the COVID epidemic, pandemic. They're going to jack up small business taxes. Can you imagine a government that bad? That's that's one party government. Because everybody in Chicago is a, a Democrat, and they're that populous. You can't get a Republican elected anymore. You know, what? it's a great uh, example of what would happen if the Electoral College were gone. The United States is kind of like Chicago, kind of like Illinois. It's got a couple of giant population centers that are so populous, the rest of the vast state, and it's a big state, they have no voice whatsoever. And well, and they're about to crash.
4: I mentioned this Mercedes Benz has just unveiled a mammoth pillar to pillar and be, you know, the edges of your windshield.
5: Yeah, that's the posts that hold your roof up.
4: 56 inch touchscreen that will debut in their upcoming EQS luxury electric sedan. The hyper screen is the centerpiece of the automaker's second generation, blah, 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 blah.
5: So, is your whole windshield a touchscreen?
4: Is I mean, that there? idea? Pretty much. Yeah. Or am
5: I watching uh, you know, the NFL playoffs in the back seat in this scenario? I'm sure there's an app for that. Yeah.
4: Huh be interesting to see what it looks like.
6: So, uh, from my understanding too, it's going to be they're aiming for the overlay stuff, right? They're not they're obviously not, not just going to put a, a a walled screen in front of you that you can't see through, but you know, it'll have if, well, if you have a fiery death immediately. Yes, yes. If uh, but that, if you have yes. like your your map application as opposed to you having to glance down at your phone, it'll just be overlaid in a transparent way on the
4: screen in oh,
5: front I of you. Oh, I see. Yeah.
6: yeah.
4: If you've got a person you particularly call on the way home on Tuesday evenings, you'll be asked to make a corresponding call on that day of the week by your 56-inch screen in your car. A business card will appear with all their contact information, and their photo will appear. And
5: then you die a fiery death.
4: (laughs) (laughs) But how are the cup holders? Um. See, I I I am I, I don't like technology and I struggle with it. So whenever I hear this, sounds great if it works. I mean I spent a lot of time over the weekend once again trying to pair my Beats headphones that I got my son got for Christmas with his Alexa that for some reason there's kink with and Reddit forums about and everything like that. Mm. That stuff is fantastic when it works. Yeah. But I really don't want to spend hours and hours trying to figure out how to get my air conditioner to turn down. It doesn't work.
5: I'm not sure I need my car saying, Hey, don't you usually call your uh, your brother on Tuesdays? Uh, you know?
4: Why don't you shut up?
5: <laughs> wow. Your relationship with your car has really gotten strained.
4: Freaking Germans telling me what to do. Oh, 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 oh Nazi no. Germany. Yeah. Order me around. Where is your brother? Have you spoken with him lately? Oh, you should call him.
5: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Oh, speaking of idiotic Germans, <laughs> we probably ought to play that Arnold Schwarzenegger clip again. Oh, man. He recorded like a five-minute movie. With yes, during video and music, and and he's there looking all Arnoldish, where he's lecturing us, mm-hmm. looking all Arnoldish. On how you like that? Huh? <laughs> no, no, I didn't think it was very good. Although he said some really wonderful patriotic stuff, but it's mm-hmm. the the twin messages of the video, which was gleefully played over and over again by CNN, was Trump must go, and America is great and must come together again. So thanks, Arnold, for that contribution to the national conversation
2: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
6: See website for details.
4: Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.
2: Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health.